This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going. The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now. Yes, sign up now. Sign up today. Welcome to the Brew Crew. My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. Welcome to this very special edition of Brew with the Bennetts. My name is Gemma Bennett and I will be your hostess with the masters for today's episode of BWTB Pod in conjunction with my husband who is sat to the right of me. Hello, good morning. How are you? Good morning and thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's just uh, wonderful to be here. Thank you. It's the last day of December today and uh, I'd like us to take a moment to just reflect on what an epic uh 365 days uh journey around the sun it's been Mad, isn't it? and um, when you say it like that you forget we've done that i know you forget don't you that, that we've actually gone around the sun we put in the sat nav round the sun and we went round it 365 days it's taken us and um that means that we're traveling at approximately a speed of how much oh, i don't know fast fast that's really fast <laughs> that's the most uns- brian cox would have been screaming we, then. we must be going a hell of a hell i thought of you were going to give us an actual figure. i mean thinking about how big the sun is mm. massive huge so the area around it massive huge and yet it's only taken us 365 days when you say it like that i mean it's it's sounds easier than going on the m6 to liverpool when you say it like that on a Friday, on a for Friday. sure, for sure. There's no rush hour when you're going round the moon, no. is there? No. You never encounter traffic. 
No. Never had to be diverted via Mars. So I'm not going to say Happy New Year yet because it ain't an happy... We're not in the new year yet. We're on, we're on we're the on end new of year's it. Eve. In fact, I'm going to say Happy Birthday to Coffee Club Helen because it's her birthday today. On New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. Wow. That's quite monumental because it's like you see she's seeing off the year of her birth. Oh. And the year is quite, that's quite a head rush, that, isn't well, it? Well, also, though, it's quite think, a lot to say goodbye to, isn't it? But I think it's also, um, she feels mixed about the fact that her birthday's on such a monumental party day. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. when you've got kids, New Year doesn't really have the same impact. Um, you're not free to sort of go out and dance the night away, kind of thing. But. That said, there's always going to be a party happening on your what, birthday. What time was she born on New Year's Eve? Don't know. Because imagine that. Her mum could have held it in. Newborn. Well, not if you had it first thing in the morning. But then if you were like, yeah, if you were just on the cusp of she midnight. Might be not, she might have been on the cusp of the 30th. Imagine five. Do you reckon anyone did it on the push? The, well, it must be, statistically. Yeah. Of course Five, they four, three. Yeah. As Jules is doing the hooting, Annie. Which three, Ooh, two, one, push. There's a question. There's a question. What day are you born on if you're born at midnight? What do you mean? Do you belong to the day before or the day after? I think after? you can choose, can't you? I think you can choose. No, you can't. There must sure, be a what rule. is if it's dead on zero yeah, zero zero yeah, zero zero? Yeah. I think they will probably. I don't I know. Think they'd, they'd have to do a right photo away, finish. What do you mean? They'd say, "Well, you were born seconds before midnight, or you were born seconds." after I think midnight. I was quite close to midnight. Uh, both of our children were. Mm. Midnight that's fifty-one costly. and midnight fifty-six. Both of them were born. Midnight fifty-one. Mid- midnight fifty-six. That's a shame we didn't call them that. What, Midnight 51 and 56? Yeah. Midnight 51, Midnight If we 56. ever have a nightclub, we could call it Midnight 51 and Midnight 56. I like it. I like it. Like Studio 51, Midnight 56. Yeah. What time is it open? Midnight 51, you idiot. Yeah. What time yeah. is it shut? Midnight, midnight 56. 56. We're open for five you minutes. Know, for, for, for five minutes, you can get one yeah. drink. Or we could open at Midnight 56, but you don't shut till Midnight 51 the next day. Yeah. That's open for 24 hours nearly. Oh, that's, you can't get staff to or go that. Or 23 hours I'd and like, 55 minutes. I'd like to do that. If I had five minutes and mm. then the queuing at the cloakroom, yeah. and then you'd be like, right, everyone out. I've everyone not, out. I've not done anything. Yeah. Imagine the DJ's got to play one song. Yeah. The pressure on that one song. Yeah. What would you have? The one song. I'd have a medley. A medley? What, yeah. Jack Bunny? <laughs> Come on, everybody. <laughs> No, the Grease medley. <laughs> Grease London. <laughs> Imagine that at the end. Well, uh, well, uh, ooh, ooh. lights go up. Yeah, that's Good it. Good night, everyone. Oh, be Tell good. me, you just did a Grease medley. I'm also very aware that we've been going, we'll be into our third year of the podcast. We started recording in 2022. And as we go into 2024, we'll have already done a New Year's special last year and I'm aware we may discuss the same issues but I'm just going to say that New Year some people like it some people don't your dad was a mad fan of New Year once he still yeah. is he loves a New Year doesn't he he does love a New Year he lo- he loves and yet they s- do a party on Christmas Eve I don't understand so why that. didn't they opt for the New Year I don't know I, they lo- he loves the changing of a date that man yeah. I, I've never seen a man enjoy a calendar so much yeah I know exactly <laughs> but it's it's a weird do, one do you know what you have just tapped into something what I love switching the calendar over. What do you, you know, mean? flapping it over. Flapping? Yeah. You've got a traditional flapper one, haven't you? I just watch my Google calendar and just watch the screen. No, I'm, <laughs> well, you've got one. You've got a flapper because Where? it's our calendar. Our what, calendar what, what in the it? utility room. <coughs> Excuse me, Mary. Oh, dear. Um, which, what is it, though? What calendar is it? <coughs> Excuse me. Good God. There's a calendar in the utility room. Yeah, but what is it? What theme is it? I can't I don't remember. even notice it anymore. I think Liv bought it us for Christmas last year. Did she? Yeah. Ooh. 
That's a big purchase. It's been hidden. That's how much you pay attention to anything. I don't look at dates, mate. I've got too much going on. Don't you remember that she bought us it? No. No. I don't remember anything. It is it's a weird one is New Year's Eve. It is essentially the celebration of a calendar shifting, but it's got lots of sort of And yet it's just another day. I know, but it's also it feels like people seize that moment, the resolutions, the you know, this is the chance yeah. to put things what right. What are you gonna do? What resolutions? Mm. I never make resolutions. Why? Why set yourself up to fail? Well I'll tell you what Do one you thi- make resolutions? Well, we've we have mentioned this before, but I'm telling you one thing I ain't doing. I'm not going to be going on any stringent diet. I will still be having a glass of wine. I'll still be eating chocolate. Worst I'm not I'm not giving up any of that. We're not going to punish ourselves in January. I'm sorry. It's the worst time of year to do it. My well. resolution is certainly to continue to make... <laughs> Gain the, weight. No, to make the best of everything. Like As in, book stuff to look forward to. Yeah. You know? And that don't mean book, book stuff that costs money. Just booking... Good stuff. Well, we talked about January's bad PR yeah, on another yeah, we pod, did. but I think my idea, my idea to January is to live like John Belushi. So eat excessively, mm. drink what you've got left in the cupboards because there's too much stuff. You're not yeah. going to throw it down the toilet, are you? Oh, no. Drink excessively, hit February with a record level. You've got level. four bottles of blood orange gin to get through, love. Exactly. <laughs> and they keep coming. I think we should hit February with either high cholesterol mm. or gout. <laughs> February yeah. should be about... How was your February? I battled gout. And then by the time you get to April, you're back to normal mm. again. But you've got to come into January yeah. bloated like John Belushi after a cocaine speedball bender. You were right. I was. Go on then. Excuse he said, me. He said a parcel had arrived. Where's it got a parcel? One, one resolution, however, I am going to do is, I don't think I can drink red wine anymore. I think I've ruined it. You've ruined wine. Because what did I tell you? I gave you more on that story, didn't I? That I actually hid a bit of information from Gemma that I wasn't very well in uh, at the St. station. And so while Alicia Keys was bashing out a tune on the piano <laughs> in St Pancras... You were yakking up in the in the toilet. Living in New York. Oh, I'm don't do, don't do sound effects. Made of. Don't do sound effects. He's got sick in his beard oh, in the middle no. of New York. You're a disgrace. Um, but I did look online at the because uh, that's <laughs> one, <laughs> one of my resolutions is to not Stuff. drink red wine. No, right, okay. And uh, I've looked online at the which drinks give you the worst hangovers. According to scientists. Uh, so do you know which, which ones give you the worst hangovers? Red wine. Yeah. Is that number one? <laughs> it's up there. Anything dark, basically. <laughs> yeah. Red wine will give you the worst port. hangover. Yeah. So basically... No, I'm, I'm guessing properly. Port isn't good. Rum? Yeah. So, so basically, uh, where where is it here? Because my said? dad got really pissed on port one year. It was terrible. Did he? Oh, God, he was so ill. Oh, God, what like? And the thing is, he, kept, he drink, every time he drank water, it re-diluted the alcohol in his stomach and it made him pissed again. Well, they've said here, when you start drinking, you're going slower. Your body's able to process it easily. But the more you drink, the harder it is for your body to keep up. If you start with beer and end with shots, your body can't process the hard hard alcohol as easily. I feel like I'm pissed reading this. But if you go into the other direction and drink harder alcohol in the beginning of the night when your body can process it faster, you'll be fine when you move to beer. So start with shots. (sighs) Yeah, but that what... what, You can't do that can you go out for dinner and just smash through Jager bombs. What that's failing to state... What that's failing to tell us there is that Regardless of what order you do it, and if you eat, if you drink fucking shed loads, you're going to still end up not good. Mm. 
Yes. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, you're not going to avoid it, are you? But no. I think like vodkas are better. Yeah. Better that better hangovers, but red wine apparently gives you the worst hangover. Oh, it feels. You know what it feels like? It feels like because I I've never drank. I've never really been mega drunk before ever in my life. Um, just because I just don't want to be. Mm. I just really, I've never, I've, I'm too controlling. I've never allowed myself to, I've never let my guard down. Well, when you were at uni, you were like, I don't, <coughs> don't, something like, no one could understand you, didn't need a drink to have mm. fun. But what I'm saying is, is that I can't talk from first-hand experience. All I can say is, because I do like red wine, and if I've, I've been on the verge of drinking too much of it, <clears throat> it definitely me- makes you feel like you need to, your head feels like it's covered in cotton wool. It feels you feel fuzzy blunted. and blocked up and like yeah. all it, the all, all just, your brain receptors feel slightly frazzled. You feel like you're yeah, slightly you feel on the back foot. Yeah, you clogged up, don't you? And proper like you feel like a clogged catalytic converter. It's just awful. A human like you say, and converter. I don't know if it's just psychological, but the thought of like a clean spirit, like vodka or gin just feels purer and well whiter and clearer and it says here hangovers do range in severity depending on the type of alcohol thanks to cold congeners which are the byproducts of fermentation these contribute to a drink's flavor and color but are very difficult for the liver to break down mm. and cause hangover symptoms like headaches mm. so basically yeah distillers like gin and stuff and spirits can control uh, exclude congeners or totally or you know so they can they can manage the heat in the process yeah. so some some of the congeners evaporate mm. but wine and stuff hangs on to it i feel really sorry you've sulfites wine, sulfites yeah well i had a little glass last night didn't we when we watched um, but you weren't happy just didn't work you didn't enjoy it did no you? and it wasn't enjoyable no and i think i've ruined red wine you've tequila red wine haven't i you? have i've had a memory of it i've done what i did when i was 15 with 2020 Mad Dog 2020. Aww. The only difference is with Mad Dog 2020, you don't really encounter that socially when you're having a roast dinner. No. Whereas I'm going to encounter red wine socially yeah. now and I've blown it. But you'll have to just drink wine. I don't like white. Why? It gives me a raging headache. Really? Yeah, white gives me white the worst. doesn't give me a headache. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I might have ironically made myself teetotal. Yeah, well done. <laughs> well done. Yeah, well, it'll be better in one, the long run. One binge drinking moment and mm. I've made myself teetotal. Yeah. Are you going to keep picking your ears for the old No, it's pod? just my piercing. Stop my picking. My Dave piercing I've got in my ear. How's that going? What do you mean, how's it going? It's fine. It's just there. The Dave, how's it going? What's it done? Does how's it your Dave? How's your Dave going? Yeah, it's going good. What does it do, that piercing? Nothing. Just sits there. Stops. meant to stop you getting migraines, isn't it? No, don't stop mine. Oh. So what you've actually, you just had a piercing? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just there. <laughs> How are you then? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. Apart from... What have you got going on this week? From not being able to do red wine. Well, I'm meant to be going out tonight to a friend's house. And you said to me, don't leave me. I'm lonely last night. So I'm not allowed to go now. You can go if Thanks. you want. Thanks. Oh, I'm going to go then. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just stop that. Wobble. Yeah. God, that was a very quick backtrack. I'm not sure about you with this. Gemma, Gemma's dressed as an elf, but yeah. there's so much itching and scratching going well, on. Well, also, um, do you like my freckles? Yeah, I don't know what they red are. Red nose, red cheeks. Yeah. What do you mean you don't know what they are? I don't remember any elf having freckles. Oh, come on. It's all part of the outfit. I look great. You do look great, actually. 
I can't believe you've been out. I mean, I look like an elf. I'm just glad the car didn't break down with you dressed like that. I don't care. Having to flag down the RAC. It won't bother me. I'd walk around Sainsbury's like this. I just don't care. Would you really? Of course I would. I can't do it. I can't do fancy dressing I know you can't. You're an idiot. I feel self-conscious. Why? Because people are looking at you. So, what are you going to do? don't know but you've embraced it you've you've done very well with the elf um i'm an angry elf today you're an angry elf yes no i'm i've had a good week well we're not even started really we're on tuesday so it's there's a lot going on at the moment obviously when this goes out it's new year's eve Eve. um i've ruined red wine that's the first thing to say which i'm a bit annoyed about and i'm i'm sort of i I tried to ease myself back in with a sip i would give it a bit longer than a week it just doesn't work yeah you only I, gave it a week my you brain, still got muscle memory from my what brain happened. can smell it mm. i can smell that pinot noir from here yeah i can literally smell it i can taste it Aww. already and i think it's sort of blown that when you know something's yeah. not agreeing with you yeah you can't imbe- how much did you drink oh, must, i don't know I a just, lot a lot i bet it was a bottle oh well it must be more than that fast though as well isn't it when you're sort of chatting. And I went, I don't know why I went for red because I've never done that. But I, you do love red wine. I do, but I've never drank it well, in that. Well, you did. I never drank it in that quantity though. Not sort of. No. Like, and like we said, it's really strong. And it's not hydrate. It's a ridiculous drink. Drink is ridiculous. I know. If you actually think about what it is, it doesn't hydrate you, no. makes you lose control. Yeah. You know, it's not brilliant, is it? No, not at all. I think you should take that hat off. I'm stressed about it. It's going back on. Oh, my God. Um, we've got a really busy week this week, haven't we? Well, we've got... Um, ooh, do you know what I'm doing tonight on Chris, on New Year's Eve? If we're pretending This is it's so weird. Day. This is... Talk about... Can we talk the future and the past? Well, can I just talk normally? <laughs> so on New Year's Eve, what I'm doing is I'm going to watch the ice hockey. Yeah. It's going to be good. Who is it? Well, Panthers. Taking on. Don't know. Right, well, you've just bought a ticket. Yeah. It's exciting, that, isn't it? You love that noise, don't you? <laughs> Is it ice hockey if you don't have the clown car noise? No. You'll be for some, you'll be some violence on I'm the up ice? For it. I'm fights? Up for it. You'll be some fights on the ice? Well, you can only hope. For you fighting with another. Fating. Fighting on the. Why do the auctions say fating? Fating. Fating. I hadn't heard that for ages. ages. Why do they you say that? You want to fate? Want to fate? One of eight. It is weird, actually. That is weird. I've not spoken true Yorkshire for a while. I know, go on, speak true Yorkshire. Does they want a fate or what? Does they want a fit? R3. It was always R3, meet out of school, <laughs> wasn't it? Meet at R3. And I'd be like, can't we do a dinner table appointment? Aww. I've got to get home. Bless you. One of, there was nothing worse than when someone said to you, we're going to meet you outside R3. Yeah. Because it, it's a, it's a lovely arm, isn't it? That? No, don't talk about my arms. I'm trying to talk. You're very distracted. <laughs> Sorry. Um... Did you not feel that when someone said, you never had it as a girl, did you? But as a lad, when someone said, got to meet outside R3, mm. you'd be like, oh, Ooh. all day just building up. Mm. Then it'd get to R3 and you'd be like, be like when's it uh, going to happen? Then I remember it never happened once. Just a whole day of worry. Whole day of anxiety. I've never done that. You didn't fight. No, rarely. What do you mean rarely? That no, I you did never though. fight. But I think I think for some reason I'd ended up getting into an argument with someone and it had built up and it had built up mm. and it had got political and then yeah. someone says, he's going to meet you afterwards yeah, at R3 yeah, and yeah. then I was like, oh. Yeah. And then it, that was like at half nine. Mm. 
first break, 10 yeah. or something. Yeah. So all day I was thinking, yeah. oh. and I was planning routes. Yeah. How am I going to do it? I'm going to have to fake illness. Yeah. How am I yeah. going to get out of it? And then what I did was it just got to half three and I got to the entrance and I just, just ran oh. in my flappy, slappy shoes, oh, running no. in school shoes, slap, 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 slap. My bag just swinging, swinging. round. Do you know, like yeah. blazer just flapping in my oh, face. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Doing that run. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I always think the period between Christmas and New Year is a bit of a funny one. Now, I know you're going to be working a little bit, but I really do think we ought to consider going to the Panto at Nottingham and see if we can get tickets. Because guess who's in it? Oh. Dr. Range. He's massive, isn't he? Yeah, I love him. And also Shane Ritchie. Wow. Now, what do you think to that? <laughs> I don't know. don't know how to think about going well, to I see think... Shane Ritchie. I think he's proper old school. Wasn't he a red coat? Yeah. No, blue, blue coat. coat. I mean, one of the two. What's the difference? Pontins, blue. Pontins or Butlins, Butlins, mate. It's like the Bloods and the Crips. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if there was a rivalry. I don't there know must if, have been. I don't know if you were regarded as being better at Pontins. Because Stephen or... Mulhern was a red coat, I want to say. I don't know. I wish I'd done something like that. You would have been I really brilliant. do think it was... A... That is the job for it you. Is. And I think it's a bit of a rite of passage for entertainers entertainers you know that kind of like do you know who i put in that camp right well it goes you know what it goes <coughs> it goes drama school yeah. no it goes no. it goes drama at school singing in karaoke red coat cruise ship west end well not always like that red coat cruise ship i reckon there's a bit of a snobbery probably between red coat blue coat and then the west end <laughs> red coat blue coat west yeah. end yeah if you sort of said you know you, you if that's your only sort of training i don't know i don't know how it works but who did you train in rada how but about you're looking you at, you're looking at people like shane richie Stephen Mulhern, all classic sort of all-round yeah, entertainers. Sorry, that's annoying um what was the other one i was going to say brian Connolly. he strikes me as that kind of all-round entertainer. Um, yeah, Bradley Walsh. Um, Bradley Walsh, he would have been a good one. Um, What's your point? Is that, the, that it's a good breeding ground. Yeah, for, and I, I, think I, you I would wish have I'd have done it. I think you would have been you good. You would have been rubbish. What do you mean? You just, Look how you cast a You're just not happy enough. Why is this pod every week? Yeah. I'm getting, this is getting really fucking annoying yeah, now. Yeah. This is ironically making me not happy. I know. That every week this pod do you think you just could assassinates do it, my character. No, it doesn't assassinate. I'm just stating things. I think I will be good enough to fake it. <laughs> do you think you could, though? What? To be a re- blue coat or a red yeah. coat? Yeah, you've just got to be... What you would... You be- think you could be like, hello, sweetheart, morning, how are you? What's this dialogue? It's just being a red coat. <laughs> <laughs> What's the inquiry? 
What do you mean? What's the inquiry? No, but like that's just like a greeting a customer, like you know, some, a holiday maker. You right? You've been asked to stand on the door to right. the pavilion. Yes, I've just made that up. That's a place where they do all the entertainment. No, the it's called the pavilion. No, that, 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 that probably did exist. Yeah. Carry on. And you're greeting and I mean, people, yes. holiday makers, you're a holiday maker. as they come in. Yeah, and you've got to be. You've okay. got to be not fake, but you've got to be jovial. Yeah. You've got to be approachable and genuine. Right, okay. Go. Hello, darling, you all right? have <laughs> <laughs> got an amazing night for you in there. I'll tell you what, if you don't end up with someone by the end of the night, keep my number and I'll take you home. How about that? All right. You uh, get fired for saying that. <laughs> I don't know. That went way too far. That's weird. That's creepy. Yeah, that is creepy. That was a pensioner as well. Yeah, in you... my head, it was an old lady. <laughs> I'm in a disciplinary. Yeah, you're already started. in a disciplinary. Right, let's rewind okay, that. that. That's how not to yeah, do it. That's how not to that's do it. Go on. Right, welcome us to the pavilion. <laughs> Me too at Butlins. <laughs> right, I'll tell you, uh, good, good evening. Welcome to the pavilion. You yeah. all look fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. You brought a bit of Oscars class to, yeah, the, yeah. to our little Skegness. Have a wonderful night. Have a drink on me. Uh, no. Can't buy drinks. That's against the rules. Yeah, and also you can't afford it. No. Don't spend your wages on folks. Start again. Right. right let's do Go it on. again. Scene. Okay. Okay. Cut. Hello. How are we... <laughs> <laughs> Right. Hello. It's lovely to see you all. You all look fantastic. That's... Bit of class here at Skegness. No, why are you saying that? Why are you trying to... C- complimenting no, them on their clothing. just say hello. Hello. I hope you have a wonderful <laughs> night. If you go through there, the ballroom's on your right. Okay, good. That's better. I should have said that yeah. first of all. Yeah. Trying to be yeah. sort of... Zany. But what happened in a lot of people's cases in, t- in terms of Lee Mack, who was a, a he blue was coat. He? Yeah. So what happened... He strikes me as too cynical. Well, that's the thing, you see. I, I've been fallen to that camp. I think yeah. cynicism can work. He wasn't cynical. You can't be cynical at work. No, Everyone but, changes but at work, I always feel like Lee Mack is always on the verge of being sarcastic to the point where it's a bit... Cruel? Yeah. No, I think I think in that situation, you're professional, aren't you? So what happened was he used to do the comparing yeah. and, and then the, the acts would be yeah. late yeah. and he'd fill. Yeah. And that's how he ended up becoming a stand-up. Yeah, but he always strikes me as a sort of be like being really funny with you and then behind your back he go, what a fucking twatty he was. Well, that's life, isn't it? Oh, you yeah, do that to me. So. No, I just tell you to your face. You do. You tell me every week I'm miserable. However, it is a really good... What I liked about that is he's cut his teeth in a proper traditional working class northern way which is to do butlins which why? is the harder gig that's inverse snobbery no it's well it's uh, why does it have to be because working? it's enti- entertaining no, what i would have said then what i would have said oh i'm getting it all wrong this morning is that i've already leched on an old lady the thing is what i think is the reason they've cut their teeth in an in a really sort of um a way that's really given them a good foundation in entertaining is because they've probably had to ad lib, they've probably had to fill time, fill time um, deal with situations. They've had to be professional, they've had to think on their feet. I think all of that sharpens those muscles that you need for stand up and that kind of, um, you know, improvisation style comedy. And I think there's no better way than doing it live in front of a live audience. Well, when I went to Pontins, I always remember the blue coats would come out and mm. do a show. Mm. And I remember distinctly, there was a blue coat called Andy, who was a bodybuilder and needed a bit where he took his top off and did a dance. That seems to be going above and beyond, doesn't it? Oh, you see, that's not for me. Exactly. But you do what you can. If you've got skills, if someone says to you, Right. Oh, we did it to fill in. Yeah, well, it was part of an act. They were like, Andy's coming out and top would be off. And all the girls, women are going mad. And I thought, oh, God, that's a... 
That's a, that's a, I remember that as a watching that a part of the show. Thinking, I don't think that's a requirement though, is it? What, to get your top off? Yeah. You don't want to see me come on bringing the dad bod around like I'm putting the bin out. Going you wouldn't to look t- like that when you were 18 though. Yeah, but I didn't have like how a physique. Old, how old can you be as a blue I coat? think it's probably that, it's that thing. You know, when you went and oh, you were a rep in SRT, mm. I reckon that's the sweet spot to be a, a, a but like do you think, 18 is to it 25. Is it ages though or can you be one as an older person? I think you can, well, I don't know. I don't, they don't do it anymore. It doesn't exist. All I'm exist. thinking is I'd like to do it if I can. It doesn't exist, Gem. What? Well, Butlins does. Yeah, Pontins does, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm j- I might go on their vacancies later on and see if they've got any slots. <laughs> you would be very good. I think I really would. So let me, let's flip it round. Mm. I failed, but yeah, I know what you mean, but I don't like the way you constantly say I'm miserable. I know, I'm sorry. You're not miserable No, because you're right. And <laughs> you're not and miserable. And every day it's a check. Ch- I am No, a bit. it's just that like, awkward like when I, I get awkward no but the thing is when i've well, been at work this morning it's like a little microcosm of being a little pontins blue coat or red coat because um when i'm doing the lessons for the kids so i'm teaching preschoolers and i've gone obviously dressed as an elf today yeah and we've done christmasy things and you basically have to be like a mr tumble you have to be animated and energy energy you gotta bring energy happy and and i don't feel like i'm putting it on it feels quite it just feels like an extension of, of me your personality yeah. you've dialed up you dialed up Gemma to 11 yeah yeah that's but it. i can i bring energy when i'm on stage but then you would argue fake <laughs> no i wouldn't say fake but it's very much it's funny isn't it i don't know what it is what? i feel like it is completely different to who you are that, Your stage persona. When you said that at the live show, the pod, you went, oh, when you get off stage, he's bloody miserable. Yeah. Now it made me really conscious that anyone who sees me off stage is thinking he's going to be miserable. You've oh. sort of... No, I was only joking. But they don't know that. Yes, they do. Right, you do your little bit of role play then. Come on, bring some energy to this. What? You show me how you would cope as a as a if I if you were welcoming me into the pavilion. Well, it's like when I welcome people into our house. <laughs> it's just the same. What? Hello, come on in. Come through to the kitchen. I'll make you a cup of tea. You're you can't right. do that at the pavilion. Yes, I can. They haven't got tea making facilities. They are. Just say welcome to Butlins. Welcome to Butlins. Hello, good morning. How are you? Yeah, come on through. Apps. Oh, it's lovely to see you. How are you today? Yeah, you would do that. Yeah, wouldn't I you? would. I think though, it's like social work. You would end up getting wrapped up in no, one family. You would be like that Santa that overstays his welcome. They'd be no. like Gemma, speed up, Gemma. You've got to cut the cut off the you got to stop, you got to move on. Mm. Do you not feel? I know what you mean. I think there's always a danger of that though in a holiday situation when somebody's there for a week and you get chatting to them and then you find out stuff about them and then uh, you're a bit invested in the story, And then they say, we only you? want to deal with Gemma. That's what happens. We only want to deal with Gemma. And then you become their personal. Yeah. Then the another family says, we only deal with Gemma. And then before you know What do you it, mean deal with Gemma? Well, they, they, they cite you as the person they love and they want to deal with. And is but Gemma deal working? With, what do you mean? All right, well, is Gemma working? And then, you know, before you know it, you're, you're part of their family. And you're going around <laughs> for Christmas and stuff. Oh, when you did that cleaning job, well, it was basically cleaning. When you were the rep at SRT, yeah. that wasn't as glam. That was meant to be. You were everything. Yeah, you cleaned the vans. It was exhausting. You, um, you had to host the... Do you remember the entertainment evening we did? I do. Where we'd do a barbecue. They were running that on a bloody shoestring. Was so there anyone there helping you out? Ent- was there a chef? 
for the barbecue. Yeah, because it was all part of the campsite, wasn't it? Castel Mongri. But you had to do a, a cabaret and you had to be a cleaner. I don't think we did a cabaret, did we? Like, yes, you did. Did we? You drew a posh bike. No, that was in a bar in town. <laughs> that wasn't at the campsite. Right. Um, I think there was evening entertainment at the campsite, though, wasn't but there? But weren't you part of that as well? No, I'm sure you so. were. I'm sure you were. No, I wasn't. It felt like they were running it on a shoestring and you were doing everything. Well, we were one of the, I would say, more budget uh, camping companies. So there was, the main one was Eurocamp. Yeah. They had the best You tents. always said, you spoke about Eurocamp like it was like Waitrose to your yeah. little. Yeah. I mean, now it's obviously quite different, but so Eurocamp, they were the Waitrose. Key Camp. What were they? Do you remember Key Camp? Tesco. Eurocamp was like blue and red. Key Camp was yellow. Yeah. Um, And we were Ca- Club Cantabrica. I remember. Even, even the remember? name wasn't great, was it? Club yeah. Cantabrica. I remember the logo. I remember the campsite. And I remember a company called Harry Shaw. Harry Shaw. They were orange and they, they did lots of coaches down to the... Um, the coast in Spain because really? I came on a Club Cantabrica coach from St Albans that brought me to Spain so we were just up the coast from Barcelona in yeah like you say a town called Estarte Estatit just up the coast from Tossa Tossa del Mar <laughs> it's like you're in a um, carry on film yeah, mate Innuendo uh, Central there yeah and um, yeah there was lots of different companies on the on the campsite and it was just I felt so homesick when I got there yeah. so homesick I'm amazed you but did. But in the end, I was fine and I really enjoyed it. That says a lot about your character, though. I, I'm, I, I don't think I could have done that at that age. Yes, you could. No. Don't, don't you remember at that age as well, someone came into uni and I considered at one point going to America to sell Bibles. or No, to sell the uh, Britannia encyclopedias door to door. You did? Me. Wow. I had this mad idea after when? the first year. You went to, when did you do Estate after, after the, the first, first year? year? So you were going to Spain mm. and then I thought to myself, well, she's not around. I might as well do something. And the ladder was like, I think some people on our course, Matt, mm. do you remember Matt Brindle? Yeah. We're naming people that yeah. no one knows again. It and doesn't some, matter. Someone else said, there's something, there's a, there's a presentation at the EHB. I even remember yeah, that. Yeah. And it was, now I think about it, it was mad, as if it would have been safe or legal to do it. It was insane. They came and said, they did a big presentation. And I even remember the guy who did it. He was like, he looked like Harry Potter now. Yeah, he like, yeah. he, and, I, and I thought, it was a scam. It's a massive scam. And the uni just went, oh, the students, they'll do anything for money. And it was to go out to America, to like Kansas and all these places, and so that you get your flights and your accommodation. They told you all this first. You get to see America. And all you have to do is sell the Britannica Encyclopedias. Well, they did that on one episode of Friends, don't you remember? The, uh, yeah. He came around selling them. Yeah. Uh, and it's the, it's the shittest job you can do. Yeah. And it's Joey literally could, slave labour. Joey could only afford to buy V. V. Yeah. And it's, it's like slave labour. Mm. And they said, oh, you, need, you do this. You just do, work for a bit and then you can go out. And I thought, if you'd have got me out there, apparently you don't have any time off. You just work all the time. They're basically flying out slave labour. Mm. And I th- at one point I thought, yeah, I'll do that. That's how stupid I want one for the meeting. Reminds yeah, me. but the thing but is... I, I, I would have never done it. But the thing is, young people do stuff to be able to travel, don't they? Yeah. 
But that's not really travelling, is it? Selling encyclopedias. Well, I'll tell you what would have been good is that Club Cantabrica, obviously you work the summer season um, for the montage and demontage. So you work the summer season, then you take the tents down, put the tents up so you can go at the beginning and the end to do that. And then you can still stay signed up to do the winter season, which right. is in the Alps. Some people did that all yeah, year. Yeah, they did. They, just, could, that's, that. they spent their whole year. They just did the winter season straight after the summer season and just went from one season to the next, just... Summer, winter, That's summer, how you get winter. these snowboarding structures and skiing structures. But your mm. tent in the summer, you had ants in, didn't you? Oh, it was proper trampy. It was awful. I still can't believe you. It was like, it sounds like a bush took a trial it you was. lived through. And in the end, I didn't care. What? You just gave up? You yeah, just... I just got in bed. I didn't even care where I was sleeping. Like ants all on your heads. Well, they weren't, but you just... I just didn't care. I was so tired. <laughs> I was so tired. Yeah. But, butlins, pontins. I'd really like to do that job still. Yeah. How did we get onto this topic? Christmas and New Year. How did we get onto it? I don't know. But also what I've bought this week is the Radio Times. Because I don't know why, but I cannot let go of the tradition of... You want a physical, tangible thing rather than a digital... I want to have it in front of me and still make myself circle some stuff, even if I don't get to see it. Circle all the things you can't watch. Because the thing is, you can, if you miss it, you just watch it on catch-up. It's not a problem, is it? Mm. But I just want to be able to circle stuff and go, yeah. And I'd really like the kids to do it. I want them to read the Radio Times and go, <laughs> I'd like to watch this, this Read this. the Radio because Times. they live in this sort of on-demand world where they don't get excited about a viewing of something. And I just think that's such a shame. But you're, do you think the Radio Times is sold completely on nostalgia now? Most of it is nostalgia. Do you not find that? There must be some people who... It must be an older no generation one's, No one's buying still it because buy. they genuinely need it. I think some people do. No. They do. A, My mum doesn't sit trolling through the... Um, it's almost like a fireworks shop, though, isn't it? Because they, they only trade... I bet their main business is this time of year. I bet their only sales. Oh, God, Gemma. Sorry, absolutely 100%. Don't roll your eyes at me. I'm tired. Don't roll your eyes at me being tired. Okay. I bet that's their only business this year, once a year. It can't be their only business, can it? Otherwise, they'd be out of business. But just that, I bet they sell most of their stuff. But yeah, I bet there's a massive increase in sales at Christmas time. Because mm. it's, I mean, if you felt the weight of it, it's like... You could really kill a burglar with that, couldn't you? I love it. Imagine battering a burglar with a Radio Times. What's on the front of the Radio Times? Doctor Who. No. Uh, it's an animation. Frozen. No. I don't know. Mog's Christmas. Is that really the big ticket item? Yeah. Wow. Times have changed, haven't they? Yeah. They haven't gone Pixar. They've gone Mog. Very middle class thing that as Judith well, isn't Kerr. it? Judith Kerr. Judith You can imagine Judith writing it in a... a I think she's dead, darling. Is she? Okay. Yeah. I've just offended the Kerr family. That's all right. But I can imagine it's a very middle class idea is Mog, mm. isn't it? Mm. The middle class cat, mm. you know. It's lovely. Middle I bet there's some right... British stalwarts who are playing the parts. What do you mean? Like the ca- the actors who are playing the voices. It'll be uh, him, won't it, who was in Paddington. What's his name? Bonham. Uh, Hugh Bonneville. Bonneville, that's yeah. it. Bonham. Bo- Get me Bonneville. Bonneville. Bonham Carter. <laughs> Anyone French. with a B. French will be there. Well, no, they're not the stalwarts. No, that, I'm, I think you need to go like, I think you'd be like, uh, who we're doing Mog's Christmas? Get me Bonneville. Get me Bonham Carter. Get me Jim Broadbent. Get me Broadbent. Get me Bromet. Get me. Get me. Um, what's the other one? Judy Dench. 
Get me Dench. Get me Dench. Bonneville. Bonneville. Um, Grant. 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 Who's Grant? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yeah, Grant. He's too big. Really? No, I think you've got to go. I Dench think, is massive. She's yeah, way bigger than Dench, Grant. Well, maybe, yeah. I don't know. But I, I always feel like that is the casting for that. I know another one. Mogs, Chris, the agent. I know another one. Oh. Um, Thompson. Emma Thompson. Here's another one. Hang on. Branner. Branner. Branner's too big. No, he isn't. Surely. No. Wow. Okay, here's another one. Go on. Atkinson. Rowan. Rowan ain't going to do it. He He doesn't do anything. He did voices for Disney. He's massively reclusive. He did Zazu. You ain't getting him out of his house for Mog's Christmas. Okay. Imagine that, Rowan, I've got a... Okay, how about this one? Fuck you, I'm in the Ferrari with a younger woman. How about this one? Go on. Bryden. He nah. does loads of voices. Bryden does Donaldson, but I yeah, don't think... Yeah, he does do Donaldson. I think Mog's Christmas might be a bit... Yeah, I okay, here's another one. <laughs> What's his name who did... Uh... If you've not got the name... No, wait a minute. Tenant. Uh, yeah, Tenant. Tenant might do and it. And hang on. Oh, what was his name? Who? Uh, Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. The worst villain in Die Hard. Oh yeah, but Die Hard the three. best villain in a in a in a animation. Who was he in an animation? You know who he was. I don't. You do. I don't don't, don't do this where you look at me. Are you telling me. me you don't know? I don't know who Jeremy Irons played. Scar. No. Yeah. I've only just learnt that. He played Scar in Lion, Lion King. King. Was he it was him? Brilliant. I take it all back about he Irons. He was perfect. He doesn't do much though, does he? Well, he did that. I know, but like he's got a career, but he doesn't. Do Irons. Much. He's terrible in, in that at Die Hard Three. Do you know who I think he gets wandering around mixed in up vest? with? Who? Who's him who played the left foot? Who's <laughs> <laughs> it? Daniel Day Lewis. Do you get Daniel Day Lewis and, and Irons, Irons mixed, mixed up? up? What visually? Yeah. Yeah, they're both they sort a bit of the scrawny, yeah. sort of wiry men. Here's another one. Rock climbers. Don't just keep naming. This is the last, last one, one. And then we're moving on to something <laughs> else. Because this isn't content. Scott. This is just your brain leaking. Richard E. Grant. That's a banger, that one. He's a banger, isn't he? Oh, there's one more. Nye. Nye. <laughs> Bill Nye. <laughs> He's always there, isn't he? Nye's always hanging about. <laughs> I, I think I think Bonneville. Bonneville's nailed on for Mog's Christmas. Bonneville and Broadbent. He won't be. What? He won't be in it because he's in the Paddington Bear camp. He won't do a cat. Why? Because he's already taken for pads. Did you see there's going to be a Paddington musical? Is there? Do you know who's writing the music? Tim Minchin. Nope. He did Matilda. Go on. Tom Fletcher. From McFly? That's the fella. He's dabbling his hand in the musicals. If you're getting that game, that's some serious quids, isn't it? Serious coin. Paddington the musical. Yeah, bet he's bagging a couple of That's an interesting one, isn't it? The Paddington franchise. Do you know that um, Clarkson's parents did the first ever Paddington Bear? That's how they made their money. Who? Jeremy Clarkson's mum and dad had a toy shop and they invented the Paddington Bear toy. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. You're making that up. I did a Radio 4 panel show where I had to research Jeremy Clarkson. And you still won't accept that no, that's the truth. I'm not having it. Right. I'm going to read this out. Who's Paddington Bear by? It's, it's Michael Moore, isn't it? Michael Moore? Watson. Michael Motson? John no, Motson? Ma- Michael Watson. Michael, Michael Morehouse. <laughs> Fucking hell. Who wrote Paddington Bear? Right. Jeremy Clarkson, Paddington. I'm going to write Paddington Bear. Right. Here Paddington. we go. Paddington. Here we go. The connection. The very first Paddington Bear toy. The very first. Shut up. 
The very first Paddington Bear soft toy was designed in the UK by a lady called Shirley Clarkson. She made it as a Christmas present for her children, Joanna and Jeremy, who was to become a, a famous motoring journalist. I was right. Oh, my God. So that's his unusual link. That's where that's where they made their money, because they were skin. And when Clarkson was 11 years old, his mother, Shirley, handmade Paddington Bear plush toys for her children, including young Jeremy. The toys were so well made that Shirley, after receiving several compliments on the bears, began selling them in local stores. That's how she made enough money to send him to a private school. She must have shifted some fucking bears. She shifted some bears, mate. Imagine I'm that. not having this. I, this this annoys me about stuff like this. What do you mean? How does it even happen? Right, I've met quite a few people who knit toys and there's no way they're making enough to put the kids through private I education. Know, some, some of them there's, there's, there's a missing link to this story somewhere. Right. Somewhere, a, a relative of hers owned a factory and they've pro- mass produced a Paddington Bear toy. Right, I'm going to... I'm not having it. I, you can't tell me she sat felting in a little back room... And all of a sudden, she's made a million. Up in Doncaster, Mr. Clarkson's parents, Shirley and Eddie Clarkson, ran a design business called Gabrielle Designs. There we go. And created a prototype Paddington Bear toy in 1972, which Thank they gifted you. to Jeremy. The plush bear was quickly play- praised, and they sold them in shops. However, they did so without regard to the author's copyright. So it, On it, Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond. Michael Bond. Bond. Soon got his lawyers involved right, so. to take action. As a legal action brewed, the pair headed down to London to meet Bond solicitors and they met the author in the lift. Mr. Bonds and the Clarksons became fast friends and he awarded them the licensing rights to the toy throughout the world. Unreal. Right, so that rewrites this story. It's not some farty little woman knitting fucking bears in a thingy. They had money to start with. It's not their concept or idea. They didn't create... In my head, when you told me that initially, I was thinking Mr. Clarkson's mum had invented Paddington Bear. No, she did not. She nicked it off Michael Bond. And he was fool enough to give them the rights to make as many bears as they want. Mm. Made their millions out of a bear that wasn't even their idea. Little bit of entrepreneurial spirit, though, isn't it? From when, where's my Where's my Michael Clarkson. Bond moment coming? Who am I getting in the lift with? Gemma, get in that shed now and start knocking up Elsa's and Anna's out of a Too sleeping late, that bag. Ship sailed, All right, pal. then. What's you the need next something one? a bit new. Right. Uh, what's the new one then? What's Mog. The, Mog. No, he's not new. Sixties, he oh, came out. What's the newest toy? The newest film? Find out the next Disney film. This Wish film, mm. and then knock up some characters yeah. in, out of bin bags. Oh yeah. Do you Can't know what? take Disney. Can I just on? say though, certain soft toys like that Paddington toy does look really nice. There's certain soft toys that look sad. You mm. know that when you see one and you think, I'm not cuddling that. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. the weird, like, some of them don't look cute, do they? No. They don't look comfortable. Do you remember when we did Build-A-Bear <coughs> for our kids? Yeah. So expensive. Coin. Absolutely. Expensive. 35, they're onto summit there, aren't 35 they? quid without any accessories, and then they're in, aren't they? I remember when they she's... They want 35 quid without accessories. A raw bear, a corpse... No, I think a raw bear could. was te- 20 quid. 20 quid but raw. then, yeah, just like, raw. as in... Naked, naked raw. Naked bear. Sewn, stuffed. Yeah, it was stuffed. stuffed. They watch it getting stuffed, and then th- then you get stuffed. The yeah. stuffed yeah. the parents, yeah. basically. It's a metaphor for you yeah. getting hammered. You buy the bear, and then the bear goes through the machine, and you get stuffed. Actually, do you know what? We used to watch Sam and Cat with the kids, which has got Ariana Grande in it. And I thought one episode they did was such a good observation of that. It was called the Fresno doll. Right. And you bought the doll, <clears throat> and then they bought all the accessories, and they go to the till, and he's like... 
for some reason he had a German accent. Doll, seventy dollars. The bike, eighty dollars. The bag, thirty dollars. Yeah. You know, and it came to like six hundred dollars well, just for one doll. I remember it's like you go in there, and I remember it went through the machine, and then she used did that thing, the mm. sales assistant, which she should never do. She spoke to the uh, Olivia. You should never speak to the child on behalf of the parents. She Child's went, not paying. Would you like to put a heart in it? And Olivia's like, yeah, fifteen quid heart. Then they it put scent, that, but... no, but the scent in it, yeah. heart in it, yeah. and then they dress it. And by the time you got to the till, it was seventy quid. Yeah, for a yeah. teddy. Well, that's what made me laugh about this piss take on uh, Sam and Cat because they went to buy the doll and they pulled the doll out of the box and it's just this bald doll, bald. with nothing on. And they're like, "What's that?" And you're like, "Well, you have to pay for the hair, you have to pay for the clothes, yeah. you have to pay for you, everything." You literally get it's given... like the Ryanair of dolls, isn't it's it? So totally the or Ryanair. Extras. Um, can I have a doll with hair? No, mate. No. Sorry. Fingers? Yeah. No. no. They're extra. Yeah. Eyes? No. Yeah. You just get literally you get a crash yeah. test dummy yeah, that's that you've got it. to put wigs yeah. on. Yeah. It's a bald doll. Yeah. A bald naked golem. Yeah. Can that's I have a, it. They should call it Golem dre, doll. They shouldn't call it Builder Bear. They should call it Dresser Golem. Dresser, yeah. Stuffer Golem. But yeah, it, it's one of those things. I know what you mean. There's money to start their business, but these people. That's seem why to, I never believe. I know, it. but these people seem to make their money. But I told you, it's mad. If they landed f- in a barrel of shit, they'd be wearing somebody else's trousers. trousers. They, it's the circles they move in. Yeah, it's, it's the, the barrels else, of shit they're moving in. Who else in. meets Michael Bond in a bloody lift? Who else is doing that? I've never met Michael Bond. I've in never a lift. been in a lift with old uh, Roald Dahl. No. Not likely to be either. Not anymore. likely to be anymore, mate. But it's one of those things. And then he went to private school yeah. and he was kicked out. I know. Clarkson. You know, we yell James, he wrote Fifty Shades of Grey. Why don't we do a little range of uh, like. Little whips. SM to- that, dolls. That's gone. No. That, that was a. What happened there? She made a fucking mint, is what, what happened. What is wrong? Put, we, women, well, maybe. Just, is it just ask, women, they lost their minds. That just year. ask Google how much E.L. James is worth. Oh, it's millions, billions. Right, I'm going to say. Uh, right, go on. I'm going to say 500 million. Right, she is worth. Let me just do. 500 million. Net worth. 37 million. Oh, I went too much. Yeah. $150 million at the highest point. <gasps> That's a lot of money. But is it... I mean, you got... I was depressed. No, disappointed that you got sucked into that. Why? You loved it. Yeah. We went to see yeah. the film yeah. with my brother and his wife. Yeah. Weird double it date. It weird. That's like going to a peep show. I'm, so, I'm sorry we did We crossed that. a line there. Yeah. Now I think about that, it makes me want a shower. Yeah. Does it not you? A little bit. It's weird. Yeah. What film should we go and see? An erotic film about S&M. Yeah. And you're going to sit... Where, where would you like to sit? Next to my brother. Uh, with a 10-year age gap. And who's either side of you? Our respective wives. It's weird. That is weird. I'm sorry. It that was is, weird. That was a weird... The idea that we even went ahead with that... I know. At no point did anyone stand up and go, this is not odd... We shouldn't have done it, should no. we? No, it's like going to a peep show. They are ghastly films. Terrible. Ghastly. 
Why did you like it? Because I like Mills and Boone and it's that kind of book. Is it? Yeah. Mills and Boone with padlocks? Yeah. Yeah. It's shite, isn't it? Yeah. It's awful. And the fact is, I mean, it's an old thing now, but the only reason it worked was because he was rich. That was the power dynamic. Probably. Of course. The thing is... Oh, As I, I said, when we I came really... out of the cinema, mm. I remember, if it had been a bloke called Keith who drove a van for mm. Morrison's, mm. drove an HGV, mm. and he was slapping her on the ass with a steak bake, mm. it would have never been as successful. No. It's weird as well, because I do really like Jamie Dornan, but he's not... He doesn't embody, for me, the character that he was supposed to be. He's too... What do you mean? Too? He's too weedy looking. Yeah, too, too weedy. Too accountant looking. Yeah, he's too, too much like well, a... not even accountant, just... I think the fact that you know he really has an Irish accent and he's just a quite a yeah. young lad. He, he did seem to have all the presence of a supply teacher. Yeah. Or a dad yeah. on parents' evening. Subs he's a bit dad. To, no, he's not even that. He's just not dad enough in yeah. a way. And you just think, if someone's going to lock you up, you're like, piss off, mate. Get back oh, to John Lewis. No. It, it, you can't tie someone up what, when you wear a cashmere sweater. He didn't look very convincing flying that helicopter. Oh, no. That was the bit that I want broke, that. broke you, didn't it? That was that, the bit. That was I can't the... accept this. No. That's him flying an helicopter. lost me at that point. <laughs> He's not flying that. It is interesting, though. I don't know how we got... We're, we're meandering today. I don't it's, know. We're in the, it's a New Year special and somehow we're talking about... Oh, your lips Bondage. are going like the clappers. <laughs> You've said that. I know, and I'm on sorry. Every, can I I'm say, sorry. whenever we come on a pod now, yeah, yeah. miserable lip mover. That's what I take from it. <laughs> but it's it. just funny. Oh. I know. I'm, I, did it, I did it. I find it so funny. I did it on purpose then. I know. Why do I do it? I Is don't it a know. brain problem? <laughs> Have I got problems with my brain? Is it because of this red wine? Have I got brain problems? <laughs> Problem. What is it? That's what am I doing so it for? Funny. Why do people... Will, have we done this? I'm going to ask us. I'm Googling, I'm Googling that today. Why, it's so why funny. Do what I, I find amazing is that you don't know what I'm going to say. Others talk. So how are you even doing it in sync with me? It's like you're mind reading me. What does it mean when someone moves their lips when you talk? <laughs> this is actually a psychological condition. Is it? Called echolalia and yeah. is a symptom of the autism spectrum. 100%, fucking percent. People who do this are usually very smart, <coughs> a bit introverted, yep. and have a Tick. sensory need to reform the words that they hear with their own mouths in order to fully process their meaning. <laughs> That's you. I found this out by looking it up. This is from Reddit, by the way. Yeah. Looking it up on the NHI website after encountering it a few times on pediatric medical records. Yeah. I also happen to have a daughter and a mother-in-law who do the same thing. Yeah. Their mouths reform the words when you speak to them. The reason for this is to subconsciously make sure that what was said really was what they meant to say and that it didn't accidentally spoonerize it or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I feel like people are lying to me. Oh, that's weird. Also, I did talk with a couple have of... Have anyone else got anything like that neurologically that people do? But anyway, carry on. I do definitely think you're on the spectrum because I talked to... It's It's been a... It, I think I've developed it as the years have gone on. Carry on. I wasn't there when I was younger. I'm not sure about that, Scott. But Because I didn't know you. But all I'm going to say is that <clears throat> yesterday I accused you of being quite rude to your parents. I'm going to talk about this on the pod because um, we were recording um, a podcast and they came... We'd been recording since about 11 o'clock and it was about half past one. We had about 10 minutes more to do on our Patreon episode and it meant we had to stop. Now, Scott, 
I got cross and I felt annoyed with you because I think you were re- really rude to your parents because you couldn't cope with the fact we were having to stop. However, I relayed this to a couple of the coffee club mums this morning. I said I got really cross with them. I was embarrassed and da, da, da. And they defended you in the sense that because one of the coffee club, she thinks she's got a similar brain to you. And she said, it sounds like how I would react. And she said, and I do think I'm probably a bit autistic in the sense that I can't, you know, she said Scott was in the zone of recording the podcast and the fact that it hasn't gone to the plan that he got in his head, it then just throws him. He cannot then come out of the zone. So she said the fact that his parents were there didn't matter. He couldn't cope then. His brain spiraled into, I I can't make coffee and pretend that this isn't happening because... I'm doing this and we need to finish it. And, and and it's like a panic in your head. And she says, and she gets like that as well. It's Claire, Claire Green. She said, I can't, I can't focus on anything other than what I'm doing because, and if it doesn't go to how I've planned it, it makes me feel all wrong. It goes all, I can't, I don't feel settled. I don't feel, do you know what I mean? She mm. just said it's so powerful and it makes me feel really, just really unsettled. Well, I, I think it's wrapped. It's as the years have gone on, it's wrapped into my OCD. So if there's like a if there's a coil, mm. there's like a coil of OCD mm, mm. and this mm. <laughs> borderline autism mm. that's wrapped itself into it. So yeah. the consequences, it's like aggravates it. If things don't go yeah, to plan, yeah. then I have to try and force the plan to happen, which yeah. aggravates my OCD. Yeah, I think there is some sort of neuralistic thing going on oh yeah there is absolutely 100 percent. and actually what she made me feel was guilty because i was so no 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 listen no no but i was really you can't let me off because i might might be on the spectrum no but i was really cross with you but actually the problem is is that my you know if it was somebody else who i perhaps am not so emotionally close to i would forgive it i'd be like well that, that that's because they can't you know, because like Helen piped up then and she says, well, it makes me worry about what Samuel going to do when he grow- when he's an adult, if it doesn't go his way, because obviously he is autistic. You know, she says, I, I worry that people aren't going to allow for the fact mm. that he, you know, he would react like you've reacted. And, you know, w- when he gets to your age, will he be able to self-regulate himself? Will he be able to cope with... Well, can things I, going differently can I, and not to the plan. Can I just say, though, yeah. that this perfectionism and control, I think I've aggravated that side of my brain mm. by the life choices I've made and the careers I've had, mm. actually. So I think I think it's probably... I don't know if it's always been there since I was a kid. It maybe has always been there. I think it I, has. Now you've said it, you know. I mean, this is a strange pod for New Year's Eve, but let's carry on because I'm interested. <laughs> I, I remember when I was at school... You've just triggered something now. Do you know what's really weird is if I went for a test for autism, I bet they say I've got it. I might go for it because there's a grant available and I need I diversity. Yes, you get paid. <laughs> I'd get into the uh, Edinburgh Fringe top 10 shows because I'd have a thing, mm. a diversity claim. Mm. And I'd be like, I'm diverse, mate. No, you're not. You're a straight white man. Eh, no, check this, t- check this test out. Officially, mate, I'm a 44-year-old autism. I mouth words, mate. It's all not, it's all going on up I there. I think you're a bit Asperger's. Asperger, get that in as well. Again, mm. So get me on, get me on the uh, pleasance. But um, it's a weird one because I think, I remember one occasion, can I tell you this? This is so, now you're saying it, 
I'm thinking back to moments that I wrote off as inconsequential and they weren't. No. Well, do you know so what? Do you this want is, me to tell you one thing that happened at school? This is annoying as well because do you know what? If you do get a confirmed diagnosis, it means I have to allow for it. <laughs> so does it mean I get? You'll a, just go. I'm sorry. I'm being a dick. I just, you know, what I've got to do. It'll be like you know, yeah. you know, you know yeah. in, uh, when Michael J. Fox was in Curb and he mm. used to stomp around on mm. a night, mm. and they don't shake the can up and give it to Larry, and Larry mm. would go like that, and mm. he went Parkinson's. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah, for, yeah. You didn't put the bin out. Yeah. Autism. Yeah. I could use it as yeah. a. Yeah. I won't. No. I know. It's making a mockery of it. But uh, do you know what happened once? This is totally true. I was once doing a painting and it was the, it was, I was about 11, 12, Mr. Firth. I even remember, I'm very good at, t- in fact, I've got an amazing memory. You have. You're Amen. I can remember you what it looks man. like. I can remember the colours. Yeah. I can remember the day. It was Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a firework picture and I'd done, it was amazing. I was nailing it and I, he kept coming round the desks. He was a lovely teacher. Mm. He was a runner, actually. Mm. He used to run marathons and he went, this is going to be special. That's what he said to me. And do you know what I thought in my head? pressure and he said scott's working on something brilliant i remember he got other people to look at it because i was always decent at art mm. and then can i tell you what happened i carried on working on it and then he uh, and then he said he came back over at the end of the day and i handed it in he went oh that's a shame i said what he says i think you've worked on it too much i think you've overdone it now ruined my ruined my week yeah i couldn't cope with it yeah i remember yeah bursting into tears when I got home yeah. and going, I've wasted that. I've yeah. ruined that. Yeah. I've overdone it. Mm. I should have stopped. Why didn't I stop? And I remember all those questions. That's yeah. autism. Yeah. That's that's not, yeah. oh, it don't matter. Yeah. In my head, I'd destroyed something special. Mm. Oh, shit. And I, that reaction of me, I didn't cry in the class, but I remember being traumatized by yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because I hated the waste, yeah. I hated, I hated missed potential, and you know now if I record something and I don't feel like I've done well, mm. it it crawls into my brain, doesn't it? Mm. Is that the condition? Possibly, yeah, possibly. Oh God! Whereas you, nothing like that, is there? Well, not to the same level, no, not at all. So I'm mouthing the words, mm. and this is this is an interesting discovery, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I don't know what to do with it. None of our children are showing signs of that, have they? Because um, it is passed through the think, genetics, isn't it? I think so. I think so. But I don't think so. I don't think I mean, it's is. Less, it's less common in females anyway. And, and when you do get it in females, um, they mask it very well. I'm just going to look up... Um, but the thing is, though, Gemma, yeah. the, the thing is, it, none of my, I think, hasn't it, be, has it come through environment or through who I was? Because it, surely the environment. You can't, you can't, you can't create autism through environment. Really? No, it's a, it's a neurological condition. Mm. I'm trying to think of some more examples of it. But I gen, yeah, I do think, I do think that's definitely what did me. I think. Yeah. And then there's moments in my life like, what are you doing? Just This is an autism oh, test I was going to do on you. Don't do that. Why? Because I'm go- it's going to be it's going to be long-winded, isn't it? No, it isn't. It was just a few little questions. No, don't do it now. I won't do it now, but I was just going to see what there's a few um Yeah, just leave it. Leave it. I don't okay. want to do it now. I don't want to do a test now. Okay. New- you're scared, aren't you? New Year's Eve. <laughs> 
I think because I think it's one of the. I, I, I've forgotten what we're going to say now. You weren't listening. You've distracted me. Oh, sorry. I, oh. I, <laughs> not my fault. <laughs> I'm just going to hold up an A. Yeah, but hold you know, up an A. But no, but, but, but in all seriousness, no, no, no. But I was just going to say, in all seriousness, when you talk about um, the kids, what have you noticed about Olivia? And I think this is a trait. She has to have your full attention when you're speaking to her. Have you noticed this? And she won't finish her sentence until she has to get the whole sentence out. She's got. I very, think that's just living in this house. No, she's got very little flexibility in terms of speak when she speaks to you. You know, like some people, you might find you might adapt as the conversation goes, but she will like be almost stuck on. She has to say everything. Mm. that she intended to say she yeah. won't adapt it to she's a completist mm. that is I don't a trait know. I don't know you can't it's a very dangerous world we're in now everyone wants to label things and it never in, in, well, it, never they, impe- they, it never impeded my ability no, of course. but what it did do I think was probably hampered my reaction to when things didn't go well. Yeah, but also and that's the problem. what adults say adults who get a diagnosis say that it just what all it ever does is actually gives you more freedom because it it helps you to understand yourself better. Mm. That's what it's about. Mm. But then I don't think my parents have got it, and I don't I don't know. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Because mm. I thought it was just obsessional OCD, but now there's a lot of evidence pointing towards that it might be something. Well, what a way to start the new year. <laughs> How was your New Year's Day? Got a diagnosis, banging. Yeah. I was going to ask if you had any resolutions. Mine is to... Complete an autism complete, test. Complete an autism test. That I means it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So now you've said it. Oh, my God. Well, well done to Coffee Cup for backing me up. Mm. I feel like they do feel like they've given me a little Well, the thing there. is, we've got we've got quite a few children in Coffee Club with autism. So we... we so do, you're going to sit me on their table, No, but we do talk about it a lot. You know, we do talk about the the symptoms and and how to manage it and before we do resolutions let's just do personal highlight of the year we need to just you pick a highlight of your year i've got one you must have something i can't think i've got one go on then doing our first live show oh yeah that was good that yeah. was a great moment yeah, that was, was a watershed moment something we started something yeah. you did great about you got your, yeah. your lips stuck on your teeth yeah, yeah. that's a personal highlight in yeah it? definitely i forgot i forgot all about that you got anything else going for the year um <laughs> shows how quick it's gone mm. you can't even pick out too much it's too much there's nothing i'll tell you what one of my highlights was and it was a really powerful moment was seeing paul and his mate cycle from i forgot to that. land's end and seeing them come in at the end that was special that was really special yeah. to be a part of that. If you can do it again next year, Paul, so we can have something <laughs> yeah. to celebrate. It was an emotional it moment. It was really a powerful, we were there. wonderful moment. And we were there for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good... If it you, was good. Because if you're doing, you know, like you do these review of the mm, years, mm. I've had a look through this morning. Funniest stories of the year, 2023. There's one. The rest of the year is miserable. Oh, no. it's, it's wars, mm. it's natural disasters, mm. it's it's just misery. There's mm. just wall-to-wall misery, That's why mate. I don't watch the news. No, but that even when like they're doing a review of the year, yeah. they yeah. must be scratching around for yeah. some funny stories. Yeah. There is none. There's one. Go on. The, the, the first, the only story was January when that walrus was washed up in Scarborough and was wanking. 
That's it. It was the wanking. Wa- the wanking wars. The wanking wars. <laughs> Why didn't I know, you know about, about this? No. <laughs> Why didn't you know about it? Yeah. When I did the news quiz, it was a big story. Oh, my God. So it was the... Uh, so it was... Yeah, I'm I gonna, even know a walrus I, I've got to, it was a It was a wanking walrus. So oh let God. me just give you the information here. So um, let's end 2022 with a bit. Uh, so basically, it, it was the start. It was the Stop, end of wrong year. Yeah, there he is. Look, I know, but it was the end of it was the end of 22. It was the start. It was it was January. It was January. It was New Year's Day, and he was on Scarborough Beach, and he's knocking one out. Oh my God! <laughs> he literally is. <laughs> Look how happy he is. Gemma's watching the video now of a walrus wanking. There we go. Highbrow. We've gone from essential <laughs> autism spectrum I can't believe to that. a wanking walrus. He's, he's got a massive type. So he basically, this is the thing. Meanwhile in Scarborough, North Yorkshire, a walrus brings in 2023 having a wank on a pier in front of fixators. <laughs> that sums up how to end your year, doesn't it? <laughs> and I can't believe let me just explain, right? Can I just say? It, I can't believe it. The, the reason, the reason why this is a story from from last year is yeah. because it was, um, that is hilarious. it was New Year's Eve into New Year's Day, right. right? So it was, it was basically that sums up how this year. If you're going to start, my message is to people listening out there: 2023 was pretty awful. Mm. Wars. It was quite miserable. Yeah. Start the new year by knocking one out, that like the walrus. So it's the greatest way. That's the greatest comment. So it said here. In what has to be the greatest New Year's Eve story we've ever seen. So this was New Year's Eve last year. A UK a town in the UK was forced to cancel its fireworks display because of the presence of a masturbating walrus. Scarborough residents missed out on the chance to see a fireworks display after after he arrived on the harbour on Friday night. Four. <laughs> He's four. That is, and then he turned up. They had to cordon off the area, and he was masturbating whilst relaxing on the harbour. And they weren't allowed to do I, fireworks because it would distress the animal. And I absolutely love the fact that everyone, you know, in London they have like fireworks and they have Big Ben and they have the they have the London Eye. We've got, got Big, Big Thor. Ben. We've got Big Thor with his big bone <laughs> knocking one out. Do you know what? That's it sums up the world. It's beautiful. But do you know what's fascinated me is I didn't know other animals wanked. Of course they do. Haven't you been to the zoo when the Chimps do it. That's all they do all day. What wang? Well, play with themselves. It's quite I've a, not seen. What that. else would you do? They ain't got desk jobs, mate. I haven't seen that. It's a, it's a fantastic it's song. Hilarious. And uh, basically, they said uh, he hasn't even got opposable thumbs. The walrus. Yeah, he managed to do it with his two hands, didn't he? he just <laughs> got it going. <laughs> I just love it. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's 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 a rare thing. So I just love the idea that. It, once he had an audience, he thought, I'm going to do this. That is so funny, Scott. So if you, it, that, that was the only story of, of 2022, a walrus. No, knocking, 2023. Well, the end of 2023. Yeah. That, no, we're at the end of 2023. Yeah, that was the biggest moment of, t- of 2023. Right, okay. We're now entering into the new year. 2024. For, yeah, but that was the we, that was the biggest story. The okay. funniest story was a walrus. Are you sure it wasn't 2022? No, it was... It was yeah. I hope so. I think so. Hey, you've not done a story from the year before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have because the biggest I, story from 2022, two years ago. I, I have here because it says here. Um, let mm. me just have a look. Look, look, For the walrus, let me just see when it was. For the walrus, Scarborough. It was. Um, oh, it was November. It was spotted in November 2022, but it was. Um, 
it's not this year then. No, yeah. It's not it, the funniest thing of this year. It is. It is. <laughs> it, for the walrus. It's not even this year. It was this year, Scarborough. Right? It was 31st of de- December 2022. Okay. So it was. It was New Year's Eve last year. Okay, exactly fine. a year, year to this ago. day. Yeah. And it's it's the only good thing that that's happened, happened last year. <laughs> for the walrus, overnight sensation in Scarborough, and now he's gone to Iceland, frolicking on the floating dock. Bless him. He's gone from... Can't believe it. He yeah. was not embarrassed, was he? Why not? The same one. He just likes knocking one out. It's just nice, I, isn't it? I, do, I just, do that as an animal. Nice. You make the news. Do yeah. it as a man. You... Make the courts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's the highlight of the world. There's nothing else gone on. Right. Um, everything else is misery, really. Hmm. Uh, and confessional Netflix documentaries. That's pretty much it. Um, my personal highlight has been doing this pod with you. Thank you. Um, even though I do mouth along. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Radio Four thing was great. Yeah. This well podcast done. was great. Did a tour. Yeah. Um, we've got a busy week this week. Yeah. Um, we've got Sophia's play. Yeah. She's dancing as a rat to bat out You're on hell. Parent in Hell again. I'm on Parent in Hell. That comes out this week. Well, no, it'll be last week when this comes last out. Week. I cannot keep up with oh, these for Christ's sake. Dates. Just look it up. Just look it up. We're coming out. It's on out. Spotify. It's on Spotify. Um, and also, we have got... Um, uh, Sophia's doing some sort of gym... Gymnastics presentation tonight. What do they do? Just forward Have you roles. never been? I don't think so. Right. They walk on beams and stuff. No, they just do a little display of what they've been learning. Um, as we end this pod, New Year's Eve, resolution for next year. Uh, resolution is to get a job. Wow. Mm. That sounds like that's the serious to earn resolution. More money and to get a pension. Oh, God, that wasn't, that's not really like that. How about that. you? <laughs> Yeah, how about you? That's a very admirable resolution. My resolution is to try and be better. Ah, good luck with that. (laughs) No, I mean, just, I know I'm a work in progress. We all are. No, I don't think you are. Perhaps just get a bit of a... A diagnosis and understand yourself a bit more, and we no, can all allow. I do for understand your myself a bit more. I, I think I probably need counselling, therapy, uh, tablets. I'm going to try and work <laughs> more, be present more, work more, work less, right? Be present, yeah, and be just think a bit more about how I do things. Okay, but it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. It, is it sounds like you're not even believing Let's it. Let's just do a, 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 a an achievable <laughs> New Year's resolution. Okay? okay. So here's mine. I am going to. I'm going to play the piano more. Do you think you will? Yeah. I'm going to. What are you going to do? Play the piano more. Yeah, you got. Don't do not. I'm gonna play the piano more. You should do. You're very good at it. No, I'm not. That's why I'm gonna play more. (laughs) Right, go on then, you. My achievable resolution is I'm gonna smile more. Actually, that is a point. I love the way you looked at me then, Mm. as if to say this Mm. ain't gonna happen. No, I've when I've had when I've been feeling up, like because this is what annoys Mm. you is when I feel up, I'm not allowed to be up because it contrasts so much with the being. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. You go, you're trying. Stop it. <laughs> I sometimes if I'm, I'm feeling up, 
mm. and I've had a good day mm. and things and I feel like the kids are happy, mm. healthy, you're, mm. you know, you're amazing. I'm very lucky and I have a little spring in my step and then I go into places like when I went to collect some uh, clothing that had been repaired, the woman, the first time I went in there, she was quite miserable. I think I said to mm. you, she was quite abrupt and miserable. Mm. And the second time I went in and I went, hello, how are you today? And I was really up and really smiley. And she smiled. She said, oh, I'm really good, thank you. And I said, I hope you have a fantastic Christmas. And I was up and I thought, I enjoyed that interaction because I felt good. She enjoyed it because I made her feel good. And I feel like that little bounce takes you into the day it does work it works people mirror you people reflect back how you are absolutely and it's such an obvious thing but i sometimes haven't got the energy to do it Mm. and i'm going to force myself to do it to the point where i might come across as a little bit mad you won't be sorry do you think yeah i think that's an excellent resolution there we go find out how i do in a year's time and if all else fails you'll find me in the middle of beeston knocking one out (laughs) On a beach in Scarborough. It's on a beach in Scarborough, yeah. knocking one out like a walrus. Yeah. That's how I'm going to start every year, if not. Um, whatever you're doing, have a happy new year. It's not really been the New Year's episode I thought it would be. But that's what's good about this pod, isn't it? We just never know where it's going to take us. We never know. And that, again, is the year. Yeah. We don't know where it's going to take us. I hope it takes us somewhere positive. Yeah. And I hope it's a great year for everyone. Stick with us. Yeah. We will navigate. If nothing through. else, if you just like consistency and you don't want anything special to happen, just listen to us every that's week. Not, we'll still be here. That's not the way. No, we we offer consistency. If nothing else, that's not consistency is not going to get to the top of the charts. Yeah, it will. Will it? it? Will, yeah. We're, re- we're the most reliable. We are podcast. the most reliable podcast. <laughs> That's never a quote, is it? Hilarious, brilliant, thought-provoking, reliable and consistent. Reliable, consistent and punctual. Number one in the Reliable Awards. I mean, sometimes you're not even punctual, but that's fine. Okay, Um, right. But but yes, stick with us. We will be your constant in a world of madness for 2024. Can you believe it? Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Have a fantastic time. Let's not crush each other's words. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We love you all. Love you all. Goodbye. Take care. Goodbye.